What's up, my peoples? If you're late to the party, we're featured on Podcast Republic. Podcast Republic can be used on your Android device through the Google Play Store and downloaded from there. They have all types of podcasts through their app and makes it easy to listen to on your Android or through your desktop. We're glad you want to chill with us. So don't miss out on our feature by making sure you check out Podcast Republic today. So what's in your cup? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Hong Kong Kong Vogue. Vogue. So you tell his wife, he say, Hong Kong. See, we already got Hong Kong folk. That ugly ass dress you're wearing. <laughs> uh, we would have made American folk if you wouldn't have wore that fucking right. piece of shit dress. <laughs> the kids, like, he done trained his kids to sit at certain angles when they take pictures and shit. Like, he trained That's them crazy. all to, to take pictures a certain way. And I'm like, man, this shit crazy. <laughs> they sitting there posed like this, holding <laughs> poses. Soon as the posing over with, them motherfuckers get to playing with trains and shit, riding bikes. <laughs> But every time they take a picture, they're like, okay, we're trying to take pictures. <laughs> I'm like, man. That shit's actually pretty smart. Yeah, but it's raw. I've seen people The whole movie raw. I said, they, they spent some money on this movie because just the way that whole shit laid out. Man, that wedding was That wedding, though. Meal. Niggas was in there. Or better. The girls was in there crying, staring at the wedding like, this shit is fucking amazing. But that shit was. It niggas like they got married in a garden. But it was inside a big ass cathedral, but they had the shit all outfitted like a. You just gotta. You gotta see the shit. I can't even describe it. So they did a the wonderful so, job on the movie, basically. Man, man, Michelle Mio, that's one of my favorite Asian actresses, and this is the first movie I've seen her in that I actually didn't like her, cause she was a dude's mother. And, oh, you so know, she's the main character's mama. Yeah, okay. like she was on some shit. Like that, she did a good job because that's what that's she's what I'm saying. <laughs> like she played the hell out of that role. She really played that role. But you know, by the end of the movie, she was like, "Yeah, you know, she ain't going nowhere." The dude was just like, "Man, I don't give a fuck about what y'all on. I don't know. She ain't worth tens and twenties." The way billions. she suck a dick, she's staying. <laughs> he just loved her though. Cause she just treated him like he was regular, you know what I mean? Like to her, he was. Regular. But when he got back there, like he was a god amongst them because he was next in line to inherit everything, you know what I mean? So whoever married him was gonna be the queen of wherever they was at, you know what I'm saying? They left a big ass fish in her bed. Yeah, they put a dead ass fish in her bed. They and, use the blood of Go catch, home. Catch this, you catch this, you gold digging bitch. Yeah, they was real nasty towards her. Oh, because she didn't have no money, so they felt like she was coming after her right. money. Right, his which is old crazy, bitch was there. Her old, his old chick was there, and she was like the a big fucking lawyer for the family. Like she was the lawyer for all of their businesses and shit. Oh, and she was like, oh, "I got that job through nepotism. You know, that's my old boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, so the like, mama, cool, bitch. you know, I can y'all got to see that shit. That shit cold. Just the just this, the way they did that shit. It's funny as fuck too, though. Okay, well, it sounds like that's going to be on my Netflix list when it comes out on there, because I'm pretty sure it's no, not no. there yet. But they got some HD links. <laughs> 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 on whatever we was watching it on, I ain't going to advertise that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was HD links, that's all I'm going to say. With that being said, welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. Now I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Y'all can hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com. Y'all can DM us on our Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trillberg with two L's. I'm not spelling it anymore. You've already been through this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter. Twitter. At Advice Gemini. Hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) That was sensual. Hit me up. Hit me up for a good time and conversation. That's all you're going to get because none of you can reach me with lunch. 
Oh, so, Lord. with that being said, yeah, ten minutes of her time is worth a burrito. <laughs> a burrito? <laughs> On the conversation side, if you want more than that, you better come with a Nantucket nectar. <laughs> really? What you sipping on talking all this shit? Oh, man, this good old-fashioned Modelo. That Mexican domesticated beautiful bottle of golden piss. <laughs> golden piss. Yeah. It's a man's man's beer. Call it a R. Kelly? No. Not going <laughs> to call it that. We're going to call it Modelo. Or the... What was the Boondocks? Who was giving golden shots? It was R. Kelly, right? What you talking about? Yeah. Green Man. Man. Okay, well, you sipping on that R. Kelly. And, uh, no, I'm not going to let you get that off. This is Modelo. That's it. <laughs> it's not Mexican urination. None of that shit. It ain't bull piss. I just My said, mind's telling me no. You know what? Your Modelo. Your Modelo's <laughs> telling you yes. All right. You done? Celebration <laughs> for my folks that's been waiting on... Uh, a non-singing-ass female to accompany me on my non-singing-ass shit. I bet I still could get lunch. Don't matter about I my singing. That shit. <laughs> it's a blind, a blind deaf bitch with a fat ass somewhere out here walking around and probably get fed every day. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm, I'm sipping on. I'm sipping on this platform holiday donut cookie holiday ale. Made that shit. Platform. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, platform. I ain't, I ain't, I looked at it. Thank thank you all for sending us that. I looked at it and I said, uh uh-uh, uh. I offered it. for other people to have a sip and everybody's like, mm mm. Nah, we was cool. Mm-mm. But I didn't I didn't know how I mean, I'm still trying to make the connection with my brain that donut beer would be good, but this modello one and I It's kinda like you know how they got pumpkin beer? I don't even no, I'm just saying, like, you know how they got beers like that, yeah. like where, so it's like that, like how that aftertaste is, but then it's like this, like spice. Yeah, the Modelo <laughs> one tonight, I was cold. And so, before, you know how you can have like a pumpkin spice beer. <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut up. My man's in rare form right now. <laughs> so <laughs> before that, you know, I had a cider, guys. Rose, ew, ew. <laughs> Rose Cougar. <laughs> Rose Coyote. Shit, I don't know. Oh, you want a coyote kick. Right. With, with that being said, we will segue and slide into messy media. So, did you hear about that man who uh, had said he was going to blow the bathroom up? Yes, I did. So, I got this from Charlemagne the God. And uh, Fox News 26 in New Orleans, man says his threat to blow up the bathroom had nothing to do with the bomb. So, look, this is my thing, and I'll give my advice. People say, I'm about to blow up the bathroom. From a cultural perspective, that means he's just about to take a mad shit. A mad shit doesn't mean he's going to go and, and John Wick motherfuckers in the bathroom. It just means that he's going to go in there and take a shit. And white people relax. Every single time somebody says something, you ain't got to get up in arms. Like, damn, he don't even. Right. I mean, you see the picture of this man? Yeah. He looked like he done fucked up a bathroom or two. Yeah. So it's just. He looked like he uh, hella chicken wings. Yeah. He, Tony. He looked like hot sauce on my burrito, baby. That's like, I mean, that bathroom might have like literally some steam coming off his doo doo. I mean, <laughs> bottom bottom line is, you know, ask questions if you don't understand where the fuck somebody coming from. So I don't. I, and even if you even thought that that's what the meaning of that was, that he was going to actually blow a bathroom up. I mean. Who the fuck is gonna make that announcement? That's that's. I'm pretty sure he didn't say it angrily. He probably was like, "I'm about to blow the bathroom up." Like, Shit, I'm about to blow this bitch up. Get y'all asses out of here if y'all don't want to smell what the fuck the rock he was cooking. He didn't even say smell. He probably was just like, "I'm about to. Y'all better get out of here. I'm about to blow this bitch up." Right, and they ran off. That guy said he's gonna. Blow. 
Shut the fuck up and ask some questions. I'm pretty sure you've heard that somewhere, but I feel like, once again, there's another issue of people that want to run to the cops for nothing. You know, I mean, I get it. You, it's certain places you don't want to say certain things at, you know, but it's almost like, you know, you can't say bomb on the airplane, so now we can't say, what's going on, brother? So I know we can't say bomb on the airplane, right? I know this. But damn, now we can't say we about to blow the bathroom up when we at work? Like, come on, man. Come on, man. That's that's fucking, uh, that's misappropriation of culture right there. Like, ask questions. You know, if a motherfucker say last night was totally fucking gnarly, like, I ain't gonna read into it like, nah, you you bit somebody? You gnawed on some shit? Like, what are you talking about? Really? You like, literally? <laughs> you gnawed on a motherfucker? Last night was gnarly? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I ain't gonna call the police tomorrow. Nah, I think I'm at work with Hannibal Lecter. Motherfucker said last night was gnarly. I think he was munching on some, some, some Asians. When you say gnarly, all I can think of is party like a rock star. Totally do. Right. That's all I can think of. Right. But that's what we would think, right? We, you know. Dude, I'm about to go sh- shit a brick. What yeah, I'm going to do? Dude. What I'm going to do? Call the police? Tell my some. This motherfucker was eating rocks last night. Now he in the bathroom. About to fuck the toilet up. I think we need to look into this deeper. No. That's dumb. Why would I do that? That's crazy, though. It's just a lot of different ways we can miss, uh, misread some shit but i don't think black people are gonna run off and call the police on somebody that said they they gonna do something in the bathroom oh here's a good one for misinterpretation our next one is kyrie irving okay what do you think kyrie irving was in the news for saying some stupid shit for 1000 alex so after a game he says he told someone about thanksgiving (coughs) fuck thanksgiving okay (laughs) after his game and the people were like, I'm not a Kyrie fan anymore. Who, who doesn't like Thanksgiving? Why wouldn't you like Thanksgiving? Uh, a lot of motherfuckers got billions of people got butchered. Butchered. And Absolutely. killed and stabbed and raped and maimed and given smallpox and fucking covers. And we can keep going. Trail of tears. Like a lot of shit happened as a result of Thanksgiving. Well, all around sports, Instagram says... I'm really starting to think Kyrie is a piece of shit. Of course you are. Of course you are. I see they face ain't on that motherfucker. I will take any bets that whoever is behind that is white. Because all other minorities understand why somebody would say fuck Thanksgiving. They may not they may not agree, but they understand. Right. I'm sorry, but white people are the only ones who don't understand why other fucking cultures be like Fuck this holiday. Fuck, fuck Thanksgiving. Fuck Columbus Day. Fuck Christmas. Uh, what's the other and, one? And they be like, wait a minute, why you say that? Well, do you know the origins of Christmas? Do you really know the origins of we Christmas? Ain't, you know what? We need a, a Christian episode at this <laughs> Right. <'cause, laughs> we need a religion episode or something. Yeah, we can't do that people, today. People tend to not, but the whole thing is, t- people tend to, to not understand that behind a lot of the celebratory ass holidays that we have, mm-hmm. a great crime took place. Shit, Christmas was basically purge. Okay, so we gonna <laughs> table that one because we ain't, we not gonna do that. Let's do that. Around Christmas, I'm let's with let's it. do that. But I'm just putting let's that out there. Let's piss everybody off for the holiday. Don't sit there. They're gonna be driving home yeah. just pissed off. At Motherfuckers they, gonna stop <laughs> acting like they ain't seen Pocahontas. Y'all gonna stop doing that shit, okay? Stop and the real that. Pocahontas, you know, she died when she went back to England, right? Because she died from uh, getting sick from the white people, right? So that was a lesson learned for her motherfucking ass, right? Your immune system, bitch. It can't do it. Right. You better kick it with your peoples. Oh, you look different. That means they got different fucking germs, motherfucker. Uh Uh-huh. With that being said, talking about different, we're going to segue into Kurt Cobain. My dog. So Vibe had uh, released an article talking about Kurt Cobain. Let me find the quote. Kurt Cobain was a genius. He is seen in an interview, quote, the white man ripped off the black man for long enough. My dog. And he said, uh, so they asked him about his earlier comments like later on. And he says, quote, oh, I don't know. I was drunk at the time. 
I'm a fan of rap music, but most of it is so misogynistic that I can't even deal with it. I'm really not that much of a fan. I totally respect and love it because it's one of the only forms of music that can be introduced. But the white man doing rap is just like watching a white man dance. We can't dance. We can't rap. Whoa. That was crazy. And that was uh, four days before he debuted Nevermind, which has the single Smells Like Teen Spirit, which right. is one of my favorite motherfucking rap songs. Man, listen. <laughs> I love that I'm, shit. I am a huge Nirvana fan. For those who don't know, I think we mentioned some of that in our previous podcast. He is the one that. <laughs> all <laughs> like I can think of all is rock our band. pretty songs, and he likes to sing along, and he likes to shoot his gun, but he don't know what it means. That's Nirvana. Yes. Oh, that's my shit. That's bad. <laughs> Listen. If we bust that out rock band, I got you over the guitar, Only white man that can grab a guitar and put on a skirt at the same damn time and all the bitches are going to swoon. Mm. Yes. Fuck Courtney Love. She did that shit. That's a whole nother podcast. She did, man. She did. Courtney Love did not die. Ain't she did? No, she's not dead. Oh, not Courtney Love. The other chick who's the rock chick. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I know who I'm thinking of. The girl from uh, Hole. I can't remember she what her name is. She was in Hole. She was the lead singer, but she's I not dead. I thought she died. The no. girl had an overdose. No. She overdosed quite a few times, but oh, she's she not didn't dead. Die? Oh, well, I'm no, sorry, Courtney. Courtney Love is still alive. A shout out to Courtney for still kicking through <laughs> after the drugs. I'm just saying. She, she did that she's shit. She's still doing drugs? Off and on. Oh, Rest damn. in peace, Kurt, though, but you chose the wrong bitch. I'm sorry. I got a good Because you would still probably be around if Courtney thirsty-ass love wasn't in your life. Sorry that you was about to leave her dope-head dope ass. You was trying to get clean, and she wasn't trying to see that shit. Yeah, she is, though. I'm this sorry. This got a little I'm controversial. Sorry, Courtney, look, I don't I'm care. Cor- I'm sh- sorry. You 54 years old, baby girl. sorry. Well, I like your, uh, I think it's called... C- celebrity something Make like me it. over That's my shit I like that song So I'll, shout Make out to you Make me over again She was high when she made that shit But man. Kurt was the shit man That was my dog well, And he reason- fucked with Tupac That was his homie Like Kurt Cobain was a motherfucker man When he was out here man Well the reason why I bring that up Is because You know who was out here back in the media It's your boy Takashi Get him kid Motherfucking album is on hold. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I ain't gonna lie though. Like leading up to all of this jail shit that was going on, I was starting to really listen to some of his interviews, man. And he's just the ultimate troll. That's all it is. He's just the ultimate troll. Nah, Fifty got him. Fifty talking about my son locked up. Fifty, you ain't shit. Fifty funny as fuck for that. Free my son, nigga. But they both was on that shit though. He talking about man, dad be on some bullshit. He ain't seen my mama in wow. Fuck fifty. Niggas be photoshopping, got that nigga on his shoulders and shit. They ain't shit. They man. funny as fuck for that, man. Cause you know Fifty got a, a kid by a, a girl that's Latin or whatever, and Takashi is Latin. But yeah, starting to listen to some of his interviews, man. You know he fired his whole squad. I think he knew this shit was coming down the pipeline that they was about to attach him to all that uh, Treyway shit. Cause them Treyway motherfuckers on some bullshit. Yeah, cause he's um, racketeering. And, yeah, racketeering. Yeah, six drugs, six counts. Drugs and, and running up on motherfuckers. He's looking at twenty five to oh, life. Nigga, listen, they about to Bobby smurder the fuck out of him, bro. Cause he attached. Cause you know how that shit go. You you around. You running with him. Whatever they did you're you did in fact joe warned him he told him man you gotta be careful with the company you keep you got a lot of eyes on you they waiting on you to slip up the millisecond you slip they gonna get your ass and he was like but no no i'm cool he like no you not cool bro i done seen this story look what they did to me motherfucker they gave me two years they, well, they did the Bobby Smurda. He's still in there. Bobby Smurda. Every time I hear that song, hey, for that reason, though, shit. that's my shit. I like the. I, I like, love this I song. I like his verse on uh, the song he got with Takashi. Like he got a verse on that shit, rapping over the phone and shit. It's fucked up because I feel like I'm just that naming off hard. all I'm these. Like, he had Bobby Smurda had a lot of music that was about to be crazy. Man, he was nigga. about to be one of the crazy yeah. little young niggas out here, but you know. 
But look, Caught even that song. About a week ago. Week ago. Look, we all rapping all types of fucking felonies. Yeah. Everybody just up there. They was all rocking out. The whole song was about them niggas murdering motherfuckers. And it, that song slapped. Played that shit in court. Them niggas all covered their face like, damn, this nigga just told them. I the bet whole the whole crowd got up and just started rapping all the felonies going Everybody on. Everybody got the just... dancing. <laughs> Caught a body about a week ago. Week ago. I'm like, damn, the nigga did die a week ago. Like, he. <laughs> Art imitated life like a motherfucker, didn't it? Well, Takashi about to live that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, side note, I just saw another article where Kyrie uh, said, I meant no disrespect by saying fuck Thanksgiving. So I just wanted to clarify. Man. Yes, you did, brother. Stand on that shit. Stand on it. Stand on that shit like it's a new pair of sneaks, nigga. Fuck Thanksgiving. You part Indian now. You just discovered that shit two months ago. So now you Native like American, fuck Thanksgiving. My G. Huh? Native American, my G. Indian, nigga. Oh, fuck that shit. You know, and the last one, I don't even know if we want to talk about this, but I really like this beat that Tory Lanez reacting to Joyner Lucas freestyle. Um, That that ZZ. Is that what they say? Yeah. Is it ZZ or Z? It's that Z shit. Man, that, that beat. beat is hard, though. I really love that beat. I love it. Uh, pull up in the demon on guard. So, Still Tory looking Lanez, like I do fraud. It's so, that Z shit. It's that Z shit. <laughs> so Tory Lanez, like they have a video of him like listening to it for the first time where uh, Luke Joyner Lucas actually like just says the nigga's name, which I'm like, oh you a you a GG. You oh, just no, gonna no, say no, that no, nigga no. name. Oh you didn't see oh you didn't see the genesis of that shit. Tory Lanez, okay, yeah, this is how this started. Speed. Me, I just found me, this. I was like, Yeah, Damn. let me catch Gemini up. Tory Lanez was on his live, right? Probably like a week ago or so. He like, yeah, man, I'm I'm the nicest motherfucker. Like, y'all don't believe that I'm the nicest out here. He like that joiner kid, he ain't got shit on me. He can't fuck with me. Cause you know his album don't went number one and all that shit. So he feeling himself real cocky. Joyner Lucas like, I I do this. I really do this shit. So then he like, fuck it, I'm gonna drop a record. I'm gonna drop a record and we gonna see who, whatever, whatever. So uh what's called dropped his dropped his diss on, on Joyner Lucas. Shit wasn't bad, but Joyner struck back. That shit was nice when I heard oh. that. I was like, okay. There was parts where I'm like, his flow was kind of fucked up. But when Ooh, he was, Joyner Lucas? yeah. But well, Joyner Lucas, man. I don't know if he just rapped like that. I've never a, heard of him. People before. get mad when I say this, but he's he's a part of that, you know, that rap crowd that's following Eminem that do all those fucking fast tongue twisting parlor tricks to make you think. Nah, what I'm talking about, that nigga are. wasn't tongue twisting nothing. He just was babbling. I don't know oh, what. No. He can rap though. But he just do a lot of that, you know, he be rapping and do 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 like he he went he went at Tory Lane's head, but Tory, Tory, oh yeah, he also said, uh, yeah, we don't. What he say? You a fake, and the world don't need another Drake. Like he was, man, yeah, he was tearing, yeah. he was tearing into that boy. I ain't gonna lie. So I'm looking, you know, I I, I really fuck with Tory though. Tory make good music, but far as Tory on the battle side, I'm like. I'm waiting for the beat to drop. Anyways, I love that beat. Like, even that little part. <laughs> that beat, I don't that, give a fuck what he said. I'm just I know, that. but you can love the beat all you want. But even with that little part. Yeah. They he was tearing it to his though. ass. Damn, That's why man. I'm like, you got to put some respect on Jordan Lucas' name. He can rap his ass off. He just, like I said, he do a lot of that parlor trick shit. You know, that shit that M be doing now where he just be trying to rap as fast as he fucking can. I'm like, dude, just rap. It's cool. It's cool to do that shit. I don't want to hear that shit five songs. I think it was probably the safest battle this year. 
that I've seen. Because you know ain't nobody going to fuck nobody up behind this. I just thought it was interesting to see. I'm like, they really rapping. I'm like, I, lo- I love this. I love shit like that. I love to see people in it for simply because of the sport of it. Yeah. You know, Tory Lanez laid down a challenge. Jordan Lucas rose to that challenge. Some people are saying Tory got him. Some people saying Jordan Lucas got him. But you know. It, on both ends is both diehard fans speaking for their guys. So I, I I enjoyed this thus far. I can't wait to see where this goes from here. Hopefully it leads to some sort of collab because one thing nobody could take away from Tory Lanez is that that guy makes great music because he's a great writer. He's definitely a writer. You know he can sing better than all these rap niggas. You know all the auto tune niggas. He could definitely he can sing with them all, all day long and make hits all day long. But Joyner Lucas, he's a different kind of animal. Rap wise. Well, my advice on this is just that I hope everybody keeps having healthy battle raps like this too. Like it's it's good for rap. It's needed. It's needed in the culture. It's too much art imitating life. You got way too many pussy rappers that feel like now I gotta I gotta show I'm tough because in that record I said I, I hit him with the gauge and and then I spit in his mama face. So now you gotta do this shit because you didn't said it. But they just rapping. They just going back and forth making songs. So, yeah, I ain't. All I know is Jordan, Jordan Lucas got real disrespectful. But even in the way he got disrespectful, it still was from a hip-hop standpoint. So I thought it was dope. I'm, I'm all for this. I love to see where this going. Takashi got uh, six counts for racketeering. Yeah. He said that. He got racketeering. Yeah. Uh, but accessory. So, so because of that, they're not dropping his. Okay, so just real quick. Because he has the six accounts that the feds is looking into him, he's in. He's in some. I look, I feel bad because Cat Williams got that that chick together about prison and jail. I think he's in prison, <laughs> or it's jail. No, okay, no, he's he, in jail. He's definitely in jail. They just shipped him to a different one because okay. they had him in. They had him in Gen, in Gen Pop in the last one. And I'm like, he yeah. about to get his ass mauled because yeah. he done popped so much shit. Yeah, he was in feds, but he was in Talking gym pop shit, in feds. I don't give a fuck where you at. A, a artist of his stature should not be roaming around in general population with colorful fucking hair. No. They gonna tear his ass apart. Fuck him up. So his lawyer was like, no, nah, they moved him because uh, of his popularity. He just could not be in general population. And then what fucked me up, Shade Room reported that they're moving him to a jail that's reserved for people that's about to turn state and snitch on people. I'm like, y'all about to get this man killed reporting that fuck shit when y'all don't even really know what the hell going on. Like, I just thought that was just terrible reporting. Something happened to him. I'm looking at Shade Room now. Like, y'all put that shit out there. Like, that. that's what they doing. Cause he only was sitting on like 1.7. He really ain't have like a whole. He spent more money on jewelry, clothes, and cars than he actually had. So, well, cause this album, that Dummy Boy album, was about to be it. Yeah, that Dummy Boy. And now he so crazy. also touching on this is that he now is not dropping his album. So, my advice is, Takashi better start stitching my nigga if he want this money. Well, <laughs> if, my, you can, if you can hear this, you better start advice, stitching, cause you gonna get fucked up regardless. That's why. <laughs> My advice is for upcoming rappers that's got their pulse on the culture that look like they about to move to that next level. Watch who you surround yourself mm-hmm. with because that's the first thing you need to do once you hit the height in your career. Like, But like he said in the interview, and I felt him on this, he said, man, look, I dropped, I dropped Gummo, and then six months later, I done moved my mama, I done moved myself, my baby mother. My whole life changed overnight. And it was almost like I had to figure out a way to get ahead of this shit because this shit was moving even faster than I was. So I feel like he's gotten hit with so much popularity and fame and money. Very quickly. He couldn't adjust to that shit. So his circle didn't change. He said he got a best friend that he's going to always keep with him. But you connect yourself to Treyway. Treyway is connected to a lot of street shit that's going on up in New York. You know what I'm saying? His management, his manager is on some street shit. His manager ready to fuck niggas up for him and all that kind of shit. So you know they more money just mean more shit for them to get into. More money, more problems. And more guns getting purchased and all that kind of shit. He fired all of them like a week before all this shit happened. 
So the feds knew what That's they were doing. Late. He even said, he said, even when he his kidnapping shit, he said, man, the feds be on me. He like, the feds be in front of my house watching me. They've been doing this shit for months. So it was like, it was no way around it. Like, they were going to try to get something. But everybody saw that shit. But you should have been like, and with the shit he rapping about, all that blood shit, all that crazy shit, beefing with everybody, like, it wasn't long before the Fed, he been on the Fed's radar. It wasn't just rap police no more. They couldn't do shit with him. He, you know, they thought they he was going to go down for that rape charge. And when he got exonerated on that shit, the Fed's were like, oh, we got to move in. He getting too cocky. Right. You know what I'm saying? So my advice for all these upcoming rappers, watch your circle, bruh. If you know, don't be around them, them killers and shit trying to make yourself look good, trying to, you know, glamorize the life that your ass ain't never lived at all. I mean, Takashi can scream whatever you want to scream, nigga. I seen them high school pictures, nigga. I seen what you was looking like. Mm-hmm. You look like a little Jewish boy. You ain't, you know, you like, soon. Yeah, nice family. Got, yeah, got down with some, got down with some bloods in New York. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, you this super ultra gangster that they ain't never seen before, and can't nobody touch you. And even when your ass got kidnapped, you still didn't calm down. And that was done internally. That was. The niggas that was cool with niggas you had around you come snatch your ass up and grab all that jewelry. You know, that's one thing about the motherfucking sharks. Sharks don't ever stop eating. And if you stop feeding them, they will eat your ass. That's the rule of this game. You talk, I'm a shark my goddamn self. I come from that culture. I know what that's about. You can feed me all you fucking want. But once upon a time, Trilly was looking like shit. He feed me, but shit, my belly done got a little bigger. You know what I'm saying? So I'm about to bite your ass. I'm about to see what's going on over there because you eat. You ain't complaining about a meal. I'm missing meals. That's what them niggas was going through. So you got to watch your circle, people. Y'all got to watch who y'all have around you because a motherfucker could go and shoot somebody in Connecticut and come all the way back to the Midwest. And just because you knew that motherfucker and picked him up from the airport, you are an accessory after the fact. And that's what they're going to hit your ass with. So move careful in these streets. With that being said, we're going to segue into using the accessory after the fact with our next segment of Can We Talk for a Minute. Can we talk about these charges? <laughs> we actually going to talk about when we went out this past weekend. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the crew... Yeah. All right, y'all. Crew you, love. Yeah, we the crew went out. Unapologetic so. advice oh, was yeah. on the road. We went out. We went out to a bar, you know, which is a, a rare occasion for all of us to to go and just kick it on a random day. So we all went out and kicked it, and Trilly and my man's got to see someone shooting a shot in real time. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. almost got ugly too. But go ahead. So we come to the bar. I walk in with both of them. I go sit down. They got like this uh, separation between the bar and like some seats. So I go and sit down. My man's a Trilly put their coats down near me. I'm sitting there minding my business. They go to go get a drink for me. Came and asked me what I wanted. You know, I said tequila sunrise. So they go over there and go get my tequila sunrise. These young dudes over there, they look, they walk by. So this older man comes over. He looks, he decides he gonna talk to me. He's still on the other side of the bar, but enough that he could talk to me, but he's not like right in my face. Excuse me. Hello. I'm like, hello. Uh, you, you look like you're lonely. You look like you need somebody to talk to. Uh, can I get you a drink? And I said, nah, nah. Uh, they got my drink right there. And I point to Trilly and my mans. He turns around. He's like, oh, my bad. No disrespect. No, you know what? Them young boys over there, they sent me over here to talk to you. <laughs> I meant no disrespect. Now, what's your advice? That part I missed. I ain't know that he got sent by some other niggas. Allegedly. I seen them all talking. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh, Well, this is what I'm going to say. Because looking at the situation, I thought it was funny because instead of dude just simply saying, oh, my bad, you know, I didn't know he was whatever. He could have said that kept it moving. What irritated me about the situation is that it was followed by a thousand apologies. If you're going to shoot your shot at a female, don't be no pussy about it. Just shoot your shot. If it hit, it hit. If it miss, keep it moving. It's not a big deal. 
This dude was ready to buy the bar for us because he thought we was about to Did whoop he his really? ass. Damn, you should have let me get my nah, free drinks. Nah. God damn it, You should have just seen uh. nah. You fucked up because you should have accepted the drink if that's what you wanted. Fuck no, because then that calls for conversation. I'm cool with, exactly. with feeling bad and just but, buy me a drink and walk the fuck away. That's well, fine. I'm a, okay, y'all. Side, side note, side note. The bar we was at, it was filled with Trilly's peoples. All his peoples, All my though. peoples was there. So, <laughs> if anything, it, it, okay, I'm going to say this. For my old school people, it looked like a, a scene from a Mob Deep video. Like, if anything would have popped off, even remotely, if, I, if my face would have balled up, dude probably would have got stumped into the ground. Okay? Side, side conversation. But bottom line is this. All dude had to do was say, hey, okay, whatever. I see what's going on. It's cool. You know, keep it moving. He apologized profusely. I'm like, dude, it's cool. It got so bad. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you want to drink? Do you want to drink? <laughs> Homie was there. Man, your man's was there looking like shit. He ain't left. You me. ain't got nothing to add? I'm like, no. just leave. I'm looking at him like, just walk the fuck away, bro. It's cool. I'm getting irritated. You ain't even, oh, you ain't even trying to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Gemini is a grown woman. He could have still bought me that drink. I'd have been fine. He could have got it? the fuck away. I'd be like, okay, bye, y'all peasant. Y'all hear this shit? Bye, peasant. Now, y'all know. Bye, if he, bye. Real talk. If he'd have bought that drink, he'd have been in that booth sitting on my coat. <laughs> That's how comfortable he would have been. But I'm just like, dude, it's all good. One drink I'm ain't like, enough for him to sit down and have a whole But that's what he was going to try to do. Time. My, my man said I she looked lonely. I would have chugged that shit and be like, I need another drink. I'm laughing, though, because, like I said, she's sitting there. First of all, let's add some other shit into the play. She had food by her. We had ordered food. You know what I'm saying? It was a drink. I think, was it a drink up there at that point? Did we have any I hadn't got my drink No, yet. she hadn't gotten her drink yet, but I do believe... No, we hadn't even gotten food yet at that point. But either way it goes... It was like five minutes from sitting we had We had just walked in. Just we, walked. we hadn't even been in the spot eight minutes. Other women were inside the bar. It was so other was women. The only and it was a lot of beautiful women in yeah. the spot. Dude saw Gemini sitting in the vicinity of the guys and was like, yeah, I'm about to see what's good. But, I mean, I'm like, dude, it's cool. It's cool. It's fine. It's cool. God damn, if I knew how to say it in a different language that you may understand, I would say it. It's cool, bruh. He just kept pushing, 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 pushing. It got to the point where I think somebody actually came and grabbed him like, dude, his face starting to boil up type shit. And dude went on about his... I, I got the looking name, huh? Yeah, my, my brother my brother was there. He came and grabbed him like... Did he really? Yeah. Damn. He said, yeah, well, he said, bruh, he, he told him, it's cool, bruh, go over there. And when my brother get to talking like that, it's time to fucking move, you know what I mean? Because he looking at me like... You want to stomp his ass out? Yeah, he, he you know, I ain't got to say shit, you know. But it's just one of them type situations. But bottom line is, if y'all going to approach a female in an establishment, anywhere y'all go where drinks are being served or what have you, you know, keep that same confidence because he didn't know who was with who. Keep that same energy. Basically. Just, it, it ain't, he wasn't disrespectful. No, nah, he wasn't. He didn't come off like super abrasive. No. The only time we got irritated is when he just wouldn't leave us the fuck alone about it. Like, Shoot your shot. You missed. Go to the locker room. I'm like, dude. We we had literally just walked in. I, don't, I think dude might have came behind us. You know what I'm saying? So he noted we just entered the establishment. He might even seen us pull up and shit. Like, he knew we just got there. Like, motherfucker was just getting the code up off of him, trying to get acclimated to the scene at that now, point. Now, mind you, it's not like I had titties out and stuff. I actually had a black dress on with black stockings and boots. Okay? Like, it's not even like I was wearing, like, titties out. He saw that. He I saw, didn't have no titties out. He saw it. Hey, you don't need titties. He saw, listen, he saw the silhouette of an ass in a black dress. He gonna shoot his shot. Any nigga would have. That's just how it go. If you in a spot, whoever you the closest to, you think you might have a shot at, you gonna shoot. That nigga was playing the wrong game. He just was playing any game. He looked like he might have had a few before he got there. He had that drunk nigga apology on thing On the whole going, other side of the fucking wall was a whole ass party of a... a 
a whole pack of bitches. He ain't make it that far. <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It's kind of like it's kind of like a bathroom situation. I'm listen. It's kind. I'm looking at that like a bathroom situation. Oh sure, I can go around the corner and piss, but this bathroom right here look like it's fit for me, so I'm gonna go in there and do what I need to do. The fucking three little bears. I don't know. You know what? I don't want to get into three little bears because that is a perfect example of white privilege. That story. But anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, this is too big. White privilege. Anyways, um, but yeah, keep that same energy, man. That's my advice to anybody. Don't punk out in situations like that because you're going to find stuff happens like that when you meet a female and just so happen she with the nigga that's with the bar. Because <laughs> we was with the bar. The whole bar. <laughs> that whole side of the bar was fucking with, with us. You know what I'm saying? But it was all good. Like, we wasn't tripping. We smiling like, bro, it's cool. We kicking it. But he kept apologizing. And he still didn't bring me a drink. <laughs> nah, it Shit. was over with. Yeah. That, I did. I did. You, that get got drinks. shut down. You had plenty of drinks. I you did. was fine. But that got shut down. I'm just like, because first of all, you, I don't know. He looked. He looked like his smile stink. Like he just. <laughs> he looked like he stink. But even if somebody stink, I mean, I'll go up to the bar and get the drink. He'd be like, what nah. you drink? I'd be like, hold on, let me come with you. Right. Yes, you can. I do that when I go out not, all the time. Fuck you talking not about. Not at the place we were at. You're not about to do that. When I came in with two dudes, I'm absolutely doing that. The here, fuck? No, nah, but hear what I'm saying to you. You done accepted that drink. Right. <laughs> You met a new friend. Yeah. He was going to kick it. Back is mine. All you think you're hearing is... All ashore from the SS date rape. Toot toot. Date rape. I can't believe that I've been date raped. Like, it was going there. He's How like, you I turn DuckTales into a fucking date rape song? I'm just telling you. That's, that's how he looked. He looked like, hmm... Who am I going to drop this black ruby on? Like, he looked like he was going to go buy the drink. Stir that bitch up and bring it to you. And he was gonna be at the, he was gonna be carrying the chick in the black dress to the car. And he wouldn't have, cause y'all would have been sitting there looking right at him. And then I'd have been but fine. Keep in mind, he didn't know put like this. It was you, and then further down, a few booths down, was another female sitting by herself. He mm -hmm. couldn't get to her. He saw you. You were the closest. So he shot his shot at the closest. Next that time happens. I'm gonna just say I'm pregnant. <laughs> that ain't what? That mean you fucking. Yeah, exactly. That means you okay. don't look pregnant. So <laughs> you gonna be like, oh shit, I done caught her in the first trimester. That means I'm gonna be the first to hit that pussy after the last nigga did. So what's That's a good mentality? <laughs> what's a good excuse then? Ain't no good excuse. It's simply I'm not interested. I'm cool. I'm with my peoples. I'm I'm good. You said that. He turned soon as you said that, it was over with. It but turned now, into a weird now, thing. Now it turned into a Damn, how can I not have these niggas whoop my ass? Oh, I'm about to apologize a thousand fucking times until they convinced that I mean no harm. And it's it, like I said, it took, first of all, my family got to looking at him like, like like I said, half, half the bar that was there was I all I hadn't fam. even met half of them yet. Like but he came so quick, I you didn't even get a chance you to meet them. You came in with, with me. So they like, oh, she, that's our people's too. That's just how it go. You know, in certain situations where you might come out with a they friend. They about to stomp his ass out and don't even know my name. Like, hey, baby girl, what's your name? We whooping ass for, what's face your name? Gemini. Up. We whooping ass for Gemini. But, but hear what I'm saying to you. My face balled up. They don't like to see me unhappy. Mm. It was too much. He was doing it too much. I'm like, dude, it's cool. So, it's cool. Stop. So lesson learned. So, Say you sorry or my bad. And keep it moving. And if you really a G about it, you you would have just went on ahead and still sent the drink and kept it moving. And she would have been like, damn, even though he seen that my peoples was there, they wasn't on this shit, he still sent the drink. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm like, hmm, that nigga crazy. Because <laughs> like, like I mentioned on a previous podcast, I'm the guy... In my past, in my single days, that seen the woman sitting at the bar, looking all upset, pissed off, or whatever the case may be. And I'm the one like, man, bartender, what's she drinking? Get her another one. Tell her I sent it. Why you, what, 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 what? You look thirsty. You look upset. 
damn, I look thirsty. Yeah, thirsty for the right type of attention because you've been talking to these niggas all night. They got you mad. But go back over there if you don't like what I'm talking about. Another drink might follow. I don't know. So, so what's this supposed to be? Nothing. Just me having a drink with a friend from across the way that I haven't had a chance to have a conversation with yet. But that's fine. Do you? He might have admired that. I know you saying it now like shit. He could have still got the drink. Exactly. But he turned around. I'm sorry. My bad. Excuse me. Oops. I didn't mean to. Didn't know she was with y'all. Didn't know what the case was. I didn't know her. Didn't know y'all. Didn't know y'all together. Didn't see y'all come in together. I'm like, dude, don't write a fucking apology paragraph. Just, okay, cool. Keep it moving. That's it, y'all. I ain't going to keep talking about this. But I just thought that that was... I was irritated, and the drink wasn't even meant for me. I was fine. I got food afterwards. <laughs> yeah, she ate good in the motherfucker, too. Wait, is that for me? No, it's not for you. Where's my shot? <laughs> we doing? are we doing, you doing one? Yeah. Okay, hey, hey, my man, can we get two shots over here, bartender? Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank right. you so much. Well, we can keep it moving. Can I, I get one with the uh, Kraken instead then? We're going to release the Kraken? I'm trying to save you on the deuce save. Okay, well, first of all, just, just, do, just do your podcast shit that you do. Right? We talk about drinking. I want them to know that I'm sipping on some fucking deuce or Kraken, whichever one my man so graciously gives us. All right, so let's keep it moving. Thank you. So our next <laughs> our next segment is drunken nudes. All right. So do you want to talk about the man who got punched and died from uh, the FedEx truck? Hell yeah. Okay. Well, shit. I want to get an alternative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Died. I gotta tell you what they were saying. Oh man. So Go ahead. according to the Washington Post, Alex Horton. Uh, Timothy Warren was driving his FedEx truck through a neighborhood in Portland, Oregon, hmm. when the man he would soon to soon kill screamed that uh, Warren was going too fast. So Warren stopped the truck and he tried to explain to the guy, Joseph Magnuson, uh, that he just wanted to get done with his work. So, oh, they got a video. Damn. Magnuson was unrelenting and hurled numerous aggressive assaults and racial slurs at him. So, Warren, oh, here it is, here's the punch. Bam, damn, damn. This seemed like Jerry Springer. Damn. That's a big ass FedEx truck is what it is. Um. So it said that, uh, so the, the guy who got on, uh, started throwing his fist at him. So the black dude who was driving uh, stopped the truck. They started yelling at each other. So then the guy, the Magnuson took a swing. So then the black guy who drove the truck swung back, connected a blow at his, under his above his left eye, and the guy came tumbling down to the ground. Magnuson is 55. He lost consciousness and died later that evening. So he did. Man, why this dude on Twitter go say? Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! He said, "Man, the FedEx nigga sent that dude to God same day shipping." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> oh no! Oh man, man, out. My wife was like, "You ain't shit for laughing at that." I'm like, "I'm sorry, man. That shit funny to me." He said he sent that nigga to God, same day shipping. I said, wow, that's fucked up. But I mean, okay. This oh, is- even the, the guy who was on the 
the Magnuson threw a drink at the at the bus at the driver before he even threw a uh, his first punch. Yeah, he was antagonizing the shit out of him. I mean, this is when being a racist goes wrong Dang, all day we long. Fucked him up for real. Said he sent that nigga to God same day shipping. That fucked me up. I'm sorry, God. That ruined my me, whole day. But that shit is funny. Hey, that ruined my whole day. I laughed so hard, man. I said, oh, man, I can't believe this shit. <laughs> but he brought As long too- as they don't make that the slogan and put that on the side of their trucks, so that should be good. That was fucked up. But dude ran at him, man, throwing shit and swung on him, screaming racist shit at him. So he, he, he gave that nigga that. <laughs> gave him that. He gave him that Kunta. Well, you know what? Rajile. <laughs> That's why. Woo. Have you heard of? Have you heard? Um, did you hear about the the Puerto Rican lady who was sitting next to that white lady? No, you didn't hear about that in the wheelchair. So, uh, according to Newsweek, Shane Croucher, uh, there's a viral Facebook video shows white Arizona woman racist rant. You will be wiped out. Trust me. So I watched the video. So basically this white lady was sitting next to the Puerto Rican chick and the white lady was sitting there first. So the Puerto Rican chick said, Hey, is it okay if I sit here? And she was just kind of like, not really. She was like, well, I'm going to fucking sit here. So she sits down and she was just like, I really wish someone white would have sat next to me. She's like, excuse me. She was like, I mean, really only white people should be in here anyways. She's like, what are, are you saying that I don't deserve to sit in here? She's like, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're going to be wiped out anyways. And then she, uh, she was like, so you mean to tell me that because I'm not white, you don't want me sitting here? She was like, yes, because you don't, you shouldn't be in America anyways. So what's your advice? White people ain't supposed to be here either. Like, I don't understand the argument. I got one. I got one. Kyrie Irving. (laughs) Fuck Thanksgiving. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, uh. She's just lucky she lived because you know racist motherfuckers getting punched and dying now. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> she lucky to be alive after making that statement. She'd have hit her with a motherfucking one-two gumbo, and she might have been laid out. Same day shipping. <laughs> wow. Okay, so another one. According to Independent. <sighs> okay. Um, Mahir Zaveri. White man accused of pulling gun on a group of Muslim teenagers at McDonald's. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that video, too. So a white man displayed a gun during an argument with a group of mostly Somali-American teenagers at McDonald's in Minneapolis, and he's been arrested. He suggested that the teenagers were using welfare assistance to pay for their food. I'm pretty sure they don't. But even if they was, that ain't his fucking business. You want to up a gun because you think motherfuckers is using public assistance to get a a Happy Meal or some shit or some nuggets? Fuck out of here. What pissed me off about that was that they run and they said, hey, he has a gun. He's going to shoot us. Get the fuck out of here. You get out of here. The manager at McDonald's. Damn. White woman telling them to get out. Go out the way they just came from, dude out there brandishing a weapon. Like, you didn't think to call the police? So, yeah, so then when they went to go past, they went to pass the man and he asked if they were using EBT um, to pay for their food. And so the lady asked him if he said that because she and her friends were black and the man said yes. So then after that, they started arguing. And then um, the the white guy put his hands in his pockets and said, everybody back up. So that's when they got the video that you saw was after that. The video shows them pointing at the group and yelling at them. And then um, then the group said, he's got a gun. And then uh, after he left, an employee... uh, Cusses at the teenagers and tell them to leave. Oh yeah, I think she got fired too behind that shit. Another employee was recording a second video and told the group the gun had been pulled for a reason. Really? That's crazy. 
the good got pulled for a reason. Right. All you Somalian motherfuckers are not supposed to be there. It's basically what they said there. So wow. um, my advice is this. If you don't like other people, stop going to places where other people are. Get your motherfucking food delivered by Amazon and keep your ass in the house. There's so many ways. Hello Fresh. There's so many things that can deliver to your house. You ain't even got to go outside. But guess what? There's all types of people outside. So keep your ass inside and just stay there. And my advice is stop being so racist white people. Stop being so misinformed on who uses EBT and who doesn't? Because there's more white people on public assistance mm-hmm. than anybody. So we need to get off our high horses with that bullshit too. But you know, I don't give a damn what nationality you somebody is or whatever the case may be. Everybody has a right to go eat wherever the fuck they want to eat, whether they use a credit card, a debit card, food stamps, shit, stole the money. I don't give a fuck what's going on. All y'all are patronizing the same establishments. So that shouldn't matter. Now, he pulled a gun. Mm-hmm. It ain't like they not sending motherfuckers to jail for that. Even if you don't shoot people these days, that guy just got three to five years for shooting at a, a, a black kid that was trying to get directions home or use a oh, phone. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, motherfuckers is going to jail for this silly ass shit that y'all doing right now. So it's like, come on. It's bullshit. We all got a right to coexist. That's it. And so we're going to do one last article. So would you rather learn about, would you rather hear about the French boy who was beaten to death for not doing his homework? Or about the money laundering of $400,000? Or that London, they're running down thieves with their cars. Let's hear about the kid with the homework. I gotta hear about this. This shit sound real crazy. Shout out to France. They actually they fuck with us heavy. Definitely. So according to Fox News, Holly McKay, four family members are apprehended uh, after the death of a nine-year-old boy in uh, Mole House, France. The child was fatally beaten with a broom handle and other blunt objects after refusing to do his homework. So his older brother sister and stepsister were home and the mom was away for uh like work or whatever and so she basically told him make sure he do his fucking homework or you beat his ass so he wasn't doing his homework so they beat his ass um the oldest is a 19 year old who really beat his ass and so he he died and the reason why this is not only just because he passed away that it's a big deal but currently in france they're trying to outlaw um parental authority from using means of humiliation such as physical or verbal violence corporal punishment and and moral abuse for their children um for their children in general so that's like a big deal in france right now it's like don't beat your kids ass so, what's your advice on that? That's just fucking insane. Like, you beat his ass to death? The 19-year-old, and then there was other siblings younger down the line. But there's four, I think they said. I'm almost at a loss for words, because it's like, that's his sibling. So, it's like, that bastard got to live with that for the rest of his life, that you beat your brother to death. Because they wouldn't finish their homework. Do his homework. That is horrible. It's never that serious. It's never that serious. People, we got we got to get out of this culture of uh. See, I truly grew up in the house where you know whoopings were given out, all that sort of stuff. But <clears throat> nobody was ever in fear that we were gonna get beat to death. It was always a situation where nobody wanted their ass whooped, of course. But beat the fucking death. Like, yeah. you had that, whoever, that kid had other stick. issues. With yeah, with a broomstick. You, you know how much beating you got to do to beat somebody to death with a broomstick? First of all, a broom is not that thick. There are some thick brooms out here, but they're not that thick. Secondly, that means he pummeled him. He pummeled him to a point where... 
he was non-responsive. And he was only nine years old, right? What the fuck kind of homework do your average nine-year-old get today? Like, I mean... Right, you beating the death over some fractions? He, he got your ass whooped about multiplication table. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to put this, I'm trying to piece this together in my mind. Like, I don't give a fuck what it was. Nothing, nothing justifies getting beat to death. And it's a lot of us out here that we don't know how to parent or be guardians to, to our younger, younger uh, kids these days because we're so busy trying to and either embarrass the shit out of them or or beat them to the point where they don't want to live almost and, and, and it'd be over the smallest things that sound like that person had deeper issues and they have nothing to do with with the kid not doing his homework he mad about a bitch. He mad about some other shit. Or he might be mad at that kid for or, getting special treatment or whatever. Mad at the kid for oldest. special treatment. Mad at his mom for making him have like to watch his kid. That dog talked about, like, you know, the equivalent of the dog mauling that baby. It's same, same yeah, situation. Yeah, jealousy. Jealousy will lead you to do a lot of different shit. You know what I'm saying? So my advice is we, we got to do a better job about who we... We have to do a better job with who we decide to leave our children with. Because everyone don't have their best interest at heart. It could be your brother. It could be your cousin. It could be your granddad. It could be anybody. If you see that they either mistreating that kid while you're there to an extent, don't leave them with that person. I mean, I understand mom probably had to go off and do what she had to do. He should have been safe with his older sibling, but that is ridiculous. 19. At 19, you got to be frustrated as hell to do some shit like that. With the broomstick. With like, the fucking broomstick, like, yo. damn. That's horrible. I got my ass with many a ways, but never, like, obviously not to death because I'm here. But, like, a broomstick, I'm sure people have gotten plenty of ass whoopers with a broomstick. Like, you had to, like, really, really hurt this kid. Yeah, like, you cracked his skull. You did some extra shit. You did some extra shit. I can't even, like... I can't even put the pieces together in my head to what would drive somebody to do that to their younger sibling outside of jealousy or just mm -hmm. straight hatefulness. I just, just I can't, it, that, yeah, it's just evil. It's, it's just, it's a lot of different things. But my advice is watch who y'all leave these kids with. Mm -hmm. Watch who y'all leave these children with, man. Everybody is not going to look out for these kids like you will. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of women out here leaving their kids with these boyfriends. They just meeting. It's a lot of people out here that's there's, turning. There's some shit that had to lead up to something like that. that the mom said it was okay. In the article, it said the mom told them to whoop his ass, basically, if he didn't do his homework. She condoned that. And he took it She's, to the and extreme. Because so, when they asked her, she said, I told them to whoop his ass if he didn't do his homework. I'm sure she didn't say to death. But the problem is, is that you condone physical violence, which is a big deal in France right now. So, regardless, she going to motherfucking jail right, too. That kid probably was a problem at some point, and they wasn't handling it properly. I mean, obviously, because anytime that you're in a position to where you feel you have to beat a person to death or beat a person constantly that means you obviously don't have no connection to that child like that kid not listening to you no way for you to have to beat him to that point so just who, watch who y'all leave with y'all children man cause this shit this isn't the first time I've heard of something like this I mean it's the first time I've heard of it and parents you know happening in France shout out to France I know y'all rock with us but this is ridiculous like that's that's just my take on it. Right Watch in it. if we not getting the actual full story. Like let us know. Yeah, I would love to know some more about this one. For sure. And with that being said, we're gonna segue into protect your energy. And I think I had something else lined up, but I feel like protecting your children from your own personal trauma would be a good topic to talk about. So my advice for this would be protect your energy by protecting yourself, by knowing yourself, knowing what your traumas are, your triggers, and not letting your triggers disrupt other people's lives and potentially causing trauma to them. Right. 
that's that's basically that's a good one. That's a good one because no one's gonna look out for the children the way you're gonna look out for your own. It's just not gonna happen. And our children go through a lot nowadays. This internet shit, school bullying. You know, a lot of us we don't like. I watched a movie um, recently too that was really really excellent, um, and it's called uh, Searching. Okay. That was a really good story. On Netflix. Uh, yeah, okay. I believe it. I believe it is. Um, a lot of us don't know our children. We don't know who's who we're living with. We have no idea who these kids are. We have no idea what their interests are. We don't talk to them. We don't know what's going on with them. And best way to protect their energy is to talk to them and see where they are at right now. I'm not saying. And sometimes you kind of gotta force it. You gotta. And I don't mean like be overbearing about it but just make extra efforts to know exactly who your kid is and what they're going through because kids go through a lot nowadays that kid we were just talking about we don't know what kind of abuses that kid was suffering at the hands of his sibling for his sibling to even feel like he had to beat him to that point you know a lot of our kids are mentally being beaten you know by their peers maybe even some of the people that we choose to allow educate our children are making them feel inadequate and beating them down so my advice throughout this week is talk to your children more communicate with them Trilly has kids and I, I have to talk to my kids all the time I, like I said before I'm the nosy parent I'm all in their business I want to know what's going on you know and a lot of you all say well no give them some space yeah i'm gonna give you enough space to learn you need to learn but i'm also going to quiz you and ask you questions about what it is you learned and what's going on i got a 19 year old i got a 13 year old and i got a 10 year old i'm going to constantly ask questions i'm going to constantly be on a case i want to know what's going on i'm not necessarily going to be overbearing about it but i'm going to get to know my children because i don't like surprises I'd be surprised as hell if I leave my kid with somebody and come back and they all beat up and hurt and something happened to them. Mm-hmm. And all of this has probably been going on, you know. So that's how we protecting our energy definitely this week. We're going we gonna to communicate with our kids more. I think that's really good. So thank you for listening to another episode of Unapologetic Advice podcast i am your co-host gemini now i'm truly side clear and this is unapologetic advice podcast make sure y'all hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com and dm us unapologetic dot advice underscore podcast anything else you want to add i think you said it all all right guys we're out fuck with us fridays peace Like, we own that hashtag. Huh? We, like, own the hashtag now. Yeah. They better know it. They better fucking know it. We'll return after these messages.